give yourself wriggle room try to find a bull that is going to be well beyond the requirements and that would give you scope then to manage your way through the scheme Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Niall Kilrain from ICBF to discuss the Eurostar Index and the Suckler Carbon Efficiency Programme, also known as SKIP. Niall, you're very welcome. There's been great attendance at the spring breeding walks across the country over the past month. Yeah, we had a very positive few weeks there with the... uh in collaboration between Chagas ICBF Board B and Suckler Farmers, we probably attended maybe 16 or 17 Suckler Farms and I'd say approximately a thousand Suckler Farmers attended those events. So there was a lot of very useful interactions and communications. That's what it's all about, I suppose, to make sure that all these organisations are working hand in glove together to build really strong messages for Suckler Farmers to try and drive on their businesses. And farmers have been very interested in the new SKEP scheme, which raised a lot of queries, which we might discuss a few. Currently on the March genomic evaluation, what are the values for each of the categories of the indexes? Yeah, so this is as well as a very important point to make sure that farmers are aware of the actual um, euro values and the, the requirements around the scheme, that they're fully informed before they do sign up for it, or if they're thinking about signing up to it. So in terms of the replacement index, the language is around a four and five star female and the euro value that's associated with that a four star female is 99 euros or above and the five star female then is 118 euros or above and i suppose that is just a useful figure to have farmers have in their minds that's on the across breed replacement index and then on the terminal side of it if the farmers are more interested in saying maybe animals for sale or for slaughter the terminal index is focused then maybe on those sort of um beef type animals the four star criteria then is 110 euros and the five star is 132 euros i suppose back when the beef data genomics program started nile the value of the euro star indexes were very different and we've seen them rise nearly five euro a year since yes Catherine, that's correct and it probably causes a bit of consternation amongst farmers in terms of that the indexes are constantly increasing but i suppose back in the bdgp five six seven eight years ago that figure of eligibility was somewhere around the 75 euros. So the impact of the BDGP scheme, I suppose, means that the national herd is now making genetic progress. We're seeing those average indexes moving on year on year. And that means that the, the young female heifers coming into the suckler herd are higher indexed than the cows that are leaving it. So that average replacement index of first calf and suckler heifers is now 93 euros compared to about 88 euros for the average suckler cow. So you can see that increase, as you said, year on year it's running at about five euros on average and this increase in genetic merit is driven off the back of better performance by these females on the traits used in the construction of the replacement index so it's a very important point to make that farmers understand that what's actually happening on the ground in farms around the country is recorded is processed and incorporated into the publication of the indexes and those traits are I suppose, uniform to all suckler farmers around the country in terms of what do you want a, a suckler cow to do in terms of its milk, fertility, beef performance, calving ability and docility. Those those traits are what every suckler farmer wants to see in their cows and those traits are improving in tandem with the indexes. Niall, I suppose the change in value has resulted in some cows that were five-star fall back to a four-star and similarly four-star fall back to a three-star. Why was that? Yeah, and that's a function of the, the system being a very much a live system. So we have um, a very integrated database. There's 100,000 herds involved in it from all corners of the country. We have lots of marts, factories, lots of data coming in from lots of different 
sources and every two months the evaluations are redone and the the information that came in in those intervening two months will be incorporated into the indexes. So as we have so much data coming in from lots of different sources, this can impact individual animals in an individual farmer's herds that they may not be aware of this data coming in that can affect their animals. Um, it can cause them to fall. It can cause their indexes to go down, but it can also cause their indexes to increase. And that's an important point. As you know, Just because data is coming in, that doesn't mean that it's going to be a bad news. It can be a very positive story. It's just... Uh, is assessed on its own merits, as I said, every two months. Um, and I suppose the animals that are most likely to see a change would be maybe animals that are sired by AI bulls, because those animals will have relations performing in lots of different herds in lots of different parts of the country, and data will be coming in on relations of the animals in your herd, half-siblings, you know, progeny from the same bull will be used in lots of different herds, and that can cause your own animals to go up or down. I suppose a question that came up time and time again, Niall, was that if a cow was genotyped four-star and has since dropped back to a three-star, is she eligible for skip? Yeah, that, that's a very important point, I suppose, that once a cow was four or five-star on her first genomic evaluation, she was and still is eligible in your herd, regardless of her current evaluation. Because as I said previously, data could have come in from other places that have impacted your animal. But if she's performing in your herd and she's genotyped and she was high index. Regardless if she has now fallen, she's still eligible in your herd. But it's also just a little caveat on that, that if she is genotyped and she's now less than five stars and you sell her, she will not be eligible for the new farmer. So because she's eligible in your herd, that's fine. She's in your bag and she qualifies you for the scheme. But if you sell that female, that low index female that has now fallen to a one, two, three star, she will not be eligible for the new farmer that might purchase her. And similarly, Niall, for a stock bull, a farmer that would have bought a genotyped four or five star bull and has since dropped back, what is the situation for the stock bull? Yeah, it's it's a reasonably similar principle. If the bull was four or five star within or across breed on his first genomic evaluation, he is also still eligible in your herd as a as a bull or a breeding bull, regardless of his current evaluation. However, another asterisk on this one is that if if he has now fallen and he's ranking lowly on the replacement index, he must he may not sire animals that are high enough to meet the criteria of the scheme going forward. So the bull himself might be eligible, but you need to make sure that, you know, the the, the animals or the progeny being sired by that bull are going to meet the criteria going forward. And just remind farmers, what is the criteria with regard to that principle, I suppose, of the stock bull? The criteria is that he's four or five stars within or across breed on either the terminal or the replacement index. And I suppose the target going forward will really be that 80% of the calves have to be sired by a four or five star bull yes. for this coming year in 2024. So farmers need to really start looking at the, the indexes of their animals, looking at the indexes of their bulls and making sure that, you know, they they give themselves plenty of wriggle room. I think that was the sort of language that we were talking to farmers out at those farm events, that if you have a bull that's just barely over the line, you haven't got much wriggle room in terms of making sure that if the indexes go down a little, you could find yourself caught offside in terms of, making sure that you hit the target. So the advice is if give yourself wriggle room, try to find a bull that is going to be well beyond the requirements and that would give you scope then to manage your way through the scheme. And farmers would have received a skip report, Niall, but are still unsure as to which cows qualify for the scheme and which don't. How can they find out? Yeah, so I suppose initially that report was very much uh, an overview in terms of your herd. It was designed to give you a, a good 
summary shot of what your animals are like currently in the herd without actually saying if they're eligible or not. And it was also important, I suppose, to clarify the payment, you know, the likely payment or how to calculate the likely payment for your herd so that you'd be able to make an informed decision as to whether or not you wanted to sign up. But in terms of keeping a live count and a track on what the current individual animal status is, we would really suggest that you go into icbf.com. You can log in there. If um, you want to look up yourself, you can look up your herd overall um, summary. You can look up individual animals rankings. If you're not aware of what your login details are for the ICBF website, I'd encourage you to reach out and contact the support team in ICBF. And I'll just give you the phone number here. It's 023-88-20452. So I'll just repeat that. It's 023-88-20452. If you ring the team down in the office in Cork, they will be very gladly able to help you there in terms of answering any queries you have around the scheme and accessing the information because all the information is there. And I suppose it's just to make sure that farmers understand and how to go about accessing it, how to find out and how to interpret it. And just to remind farmers, Niall, what is the deadline if they want to apply for SKIP? So the deadline is the 22nd of May. We have a good few uh, herds in the scheme already. And I suppose farmers are still at the point in time of just evaluating their own circumstances and making an informed decision. So we'd encourage everyone, if they're, if if in doubt, reach out and find out what your status is. Um, most herds should be comfortably capable of qualifying for the scheme, but there will be herds that just have queries and nervousness around what it involves um, their personal circumstances. So... As I said, you have a few weeks left, but just get the information before you make a decision. That's great, Niall. Thanks very much. Thanks, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode, and my thanks to Niall for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie, or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.